Hello everyone, Bobby Wilson here from the TNT College Football Podcast. Glad to be back on this evening. Hope everybody's doing well. If you're listening, you are listening to my next installment in my mini chat series. And tonight I'm going to discuss uh, something a little bit different. Uh, listen to a, I listen to a lot of other podcasts just, just because as a podcaster you can always learn. And then I, I love hearing everybody else's ideas. There's a lot of really great podcasts out there that do some really, really good work. And I always want to give those guys and gals who do this a shout out. And, and, and a topic that I heard today sparked my interest and it got me thinking um, about something um, where in my coaching days, I had a grumpy old man mentality, I guess you could say. So first off, the podcast that I was listening to when I heard this idea for the Freire and Smith podcast, uh, those guys do j- just a tremendous job covering the Sun Belt uh, and and uh, in their recent episode, they had on uh, one of the directors for the, for from uh, Bull Season, and those guys, uh, kudos to them for a great interview. Um, it, but I will say, I'm one of those people for a long time that has said uh, that there's too many bowl games. Uh, I've always been in the thought process that uh, going six and six uh, shouldn't be rewarded. Um, but then last season, I, I kind of changed my thought on that a little bit uh, when my UConn Huskies that I cover so closely reached that 6-6 six and six mark and made the Myrtle Beach Bowl. Uh, it was their first bowl game in many, many years, and it was celebrated by the fan base tremendously. Yes, the coaching staff and players wanted, to, wanted better, and that's as coaches and players, that's what you strive for. Um but the opportunity for UConn to go 6-6, six and six, make a bowl game, and go to Myrtle Beach, it was huge. Such a huge, huge thing for the fans of the program. <clears throat> and it got me thinking, like, okay, maybe my stance on this isn't, is, shouldn't be as rigid as, as I've been before. Because then I look at a team that, like South Florida this year who goes 6-6 six and six, um, in the previous three or four years they hadn't even won six games combined so for them to go to a bowl game this year is absolutely huge so it got me thinking like okay maybe i shouldn't be such a stickler about this when i was a coach at the college and high school level as a head coach um especially at the high school level not so not as much the college level but the high school level um they want you to give out participation certificates or not necessarily a trophy, but I, I was—I n- never did it, and it ruffled some people's feathers. But I was always the person who said, "You don't need a participation certificate or trophy to to show you that, or to let you know that you played a sport. You have that memory in your in in your mind of how the season went, the camaraderie you built with your teammates, and everything that goes along with it, and." And my players always respected that. It was the parents who wanted the certificate more than the kids did, which which I always kind of laugh at. I my my son's five, my daughter's two, and of course I have another on the way. And I'm just waiting for the time when they're gonna get like some participation trophy, and I'm gonna have to sit them down and explain to them like, hey, just explain the process. I'm a little old school with that, but that's just me personally. But going back to the subject here of bowl games, 
again, I, for the longest time, I had the mindset that there was too many bowl games. And uh, the Freire and Smith guys and then uh, the gentleman they were interviewing from bowl season kind of convinced me otherwise that it's a big deal, obviously, for anybody to get the opportunity to go to a bowl game. And, yes, there's, I believe there's 43 bowl games. That's quite a bit. But this, these are things that need to be celebrated and rewarded. And I look at it as from my basketball playing days in college, college coaching, and some of the great things I got to do because of the sport that in football you don't necessarily get to do. And this was something that they brought up on their podcast in the interview, and it just got me thinking which is why I'm talking about it tonight. Um, some of the great places I got to go, uh, coaching in tournaments in Las Vegas, uh, Puerto Rico, playing, I got to go all, uh, all over the place, all over the country. But in particular, I'm thinking about like the tournament we went to in Vegas and the great things that the team, team bonding, camaraderie, all the things that go along with that, the cool things you get to do as a team in a different environment um people get out of their shells and you really build great bonds and i know a lot of those players have lifelong friendships uh, not only because they played together but because they were able to build those relationships in a different setting that just wasn't on the field or the court or wherever the playing surface is um because at the end of the day they're more than just athletes um, they're people too, so it was it was a great to experience all those things in those environments. Like I look at Puerto Rico when we went there, we will immerse ourselves in the culture. Got to do some great touristy things um, in Old San Juan and a bunch of different stuff. I was even able to propose to my my wife while while I was there. Um, use the team and everything to get involved in that. I mean, it was a great, fantastic experience. Not only for those players to be a part of that but obviously for me me and her personally so so i i look at that and i think about that and it's like okay i got to do some great things from that from the basketball side of things these football guys and gals that are part of these programs should be able to get to do this too you go six and six that's the criteria i think it I, I, the more i think about it now it's like reward that because they work their tails off all off season, all season long to get to this point, to get this opportunity to be rewarded in this setting. And I, and I think it's, the more I think about it, I, I think it's very well deserved, very well earned. It's hard to win football games. Now, I, I will continue to stand by, if you don't go six and six, you should not be rewarded. And I understand this year, not enough teams uh, qualified for bowls, so Minnesota has made the Motor City Bowl. That it, it is what it is. I mean, you, there has to be a criteria, and if not enough teams reach that criteria, you just can't cut teams out. So I'm completely fine with bringing in one of the teams that didn't reach that the that plateau mark because they have good grades. I I, I think that that's a perfect way to. To bridge the gap there um, but you look at it some of these teams get to go to some fantastic um, environments like the first one that comes to mind is 
San Jose State, Coastal Carolina. They're going to Hawaii to play in the Hawaii Bowl. And, yes, Coastal Carolina, right right outside of Myrtle Beach and Conway. Yes, they're on a beach. San Jose State's in a really nice environment, too. But it's not every day, obviously, that you get to go to Hawaii. And you get to go with your teammates. These are guys that are going to be your best. They're your best friends. You're going to have relationships with these guys for the rest of your life. And you get to go to Hawaii for, say, five days. Um, just just the unbelievable bonds that can be built there uh, that that I've experienced while coaching and playing basketball. So I, the more I think about this, the more it should be re- rewarded, I believe. Um, then you look at it from a fan's perspective. Like how, how, like you look at I, – I just think about Coastal Carolina. Like how many times are you flying from – Myrtle Beach, South Carolina, out to Hawaii. Like, that doesn't happen. And it's a great, great opportunity for everyone involved to have a great experience and do some great things. And I I just think it's, I think it's cool. Not, like, the way that uh, the Freire and Smith guys went about this interview made me really think about this make my think about my stance about this and uh i'm not gonna sit there and say the more bulls the merrier i mean there does need to be a criteria for teams to uh make a bowl i mean you don't just want to put in four win teams to bowl games not everybody should make a bowl game that's it has to be you have to earn it um, but at the same time for somebody like me who was for the longest time saying six and six teams should not be rewarded, mediocrity should not be rewarded. Um, just seeing the couple of teams recently, like I said, UConn, a team that I cover a ton, um, then USF this year, and, and there's other teams as well. Like it, it's such a big deal for these fan bases to experience this, for these players to experience it, because a lot of times. Uh, you have to propel it into more. Now, time will tell, and seeing how some of these teams are able to propel these into more th- into something more, and then of course the transfer portal and coaching changes with the landscape of college football right now are changing that drastically. But at the same time, let's reward these guys and these programs for what they're doing. They're working their tails off all offseason and in the season, of course. We see that. But let's reward them for the great work that they're doing. Let them go somewhere cool, participate in an awesome bowl game against a team that they don't normally get to play against. Um, just some really cool stuff um, going on. So, I, 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 of course, like everybody else, I'm excited for bowl season. Uh, it's coming up quickly. I'll um, be here before we know it. Handful of days, a little over a week now, from where from when I'm recording right now. But uh, again, let let's let's get excited about this. Cheer for these guys. Watch the games. Yes, with the transfer portal and guys sitting out, it kind of can dampen some of the games to a point. But it's a good opportunity for some other guys to burst onto the scene. Uh, last year, I broke down a ton of the bowl games heading into each game before I lost my voice. And I, I remember one in particular that I broke down. 
uh, Louisville was playing in the Fenway Bowl. Um, it's skipping my mind who they played, but I, that doesn't matter. But going into the game, they had a running back, uh, Jawar Jordan, who the previous couple weeks had really played well. And I said, hey, watch out for this guy in this bowl game, this running back from Louisville, Jawar Jordan. He's playing really well. He could burst onto the scene here because some of their other backs had entered the portal, got hurt. Um, and look at what look at what Jawar did, did in that bowl game and what it propelled him into this season, one of the best running backs in college football. This is what can happen in these games here. So I went from being one of those guys that was bah humbug, too many bowl games. We don't need to be playing six and six for six and six for a bowl game. And <clears throat> but at the same time, you look at some of these players like a Jawar Jordan last year, kind of burst onto the scene in the bowl game, and it led to him having a tremendous season. So we're going to see that in some of these games this year. You're going to see some guys uh, because some of their teammates decided to hit the transfer portal or they're sitting out because they're preparing for the NFL draft. It's going to give some of these guys, other guys opportunities that are really going to be able to propel themselves into the next season to do some great things. We saw it last year. We're going to continue to see it. Um, so moving forward, let's celebrate the Bulls. Let's... Uh, cheer on all these teams let's watch the games let's enjoy it because before we know it the college football season is going to be over and yes there's always stuff to talk about but it's not going to be as exciting without the actual games so yeah for the next handful of weeks we're gonna have a ton of bowl games let's enjoy them let's have fun let's cheer on the teams uh, if your team's participating in a bowl game and you can go my goodness go uh, i I kick myself for not being able to go to Myrtle Beach for UConn's bowl game last year. But but it's coming. There's another one coming. And uh, down, down the road next year, another one coming. But let's, again, I'm going to say it again. Let's celebrate this because these guys have earned it. They deserve it. They've worked their tails off. Um, and I'm not going to sit here and say we should have more bowls. But at the same time, Let's enjoy what we got. Like, I, like I've said before, this, we have the system that we have right now. Let's enjoy it and uh, it, because it's going to change. Uh, but let's, let's just enjoy what we got right now. So hope you guys enjoyed this chat. Uh, maybe, you, uh, maybe it gets you out of your grumpy old man syndrome like me. But uh, again, uh, thank you everybody for listening uh, to these mini chats and all my other episodes that I put out. It's greatly appreciated. Feel free to uh, follow me on uh, Twitter X personally at coach underscore B will the podcast account at TNT college foot one like or subscribe. Ever listen to the podcast. It's greatly appreciated. Uh, leave a five-star review on Spotify uh, helps get the show out to more listeners and it's greatly appreciated. Uh, again, thank you guys for listening. Uh, tune in tomorrow. We'll have an, I'll have another mini chat out tomorrow. Everybody have a good night. God bless.